Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ooh. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles for those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water. Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We're talking about the championship games that occurred this weekend, a little basketball, and who knows what else we'll get into. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. back baby it's the charity stripe pitch your free throws because they have already sold 301 coming hot at you guys and sold 300 and i'm joined on this one by alex toss me rock tosopolis and yeah coming off a great episode 300 with uh, adam rank where, yeah. would you, where would you rank that one um i would rank it in, in the top 300 in the top <laughs> no i <clears throat> one day we'll sit down and we'll rank all of our episodes it was definitely in the top 50 i'm i'm i want to put it even higher than that but it's I just really i don't know with 300 episodes there's a ton of episodes a lot of the ones in the first 75 you could cross off or you could keep them because they they hold the they, they're very near and dear to our hearts i spoke to near and dear to my heart because it's it, it's fun to listen back and it's not fun to listen back to the audio but it is fun to listen back at you know our, our former producer t-mac Bolognese. i was about to say <laughs> i spoke to from T-Mac, the from the corner yeah. of the room yelling you know nonsense about um certain football teams. I'd love to get his opinion on, you know, the upcoming Super Bowl, which which we'll get in two weeks from yesterday because it's coming out on a Monday as it as it always does. Um, but the Super Bowl is right around the corner. And if you're looking to place a bet <laughs> on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. Seriously, it's yeah. right around the corner. Again, it's, it's two weeks from, from yesterday, and we know who's in, in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes returning uh, after – Winning last year, he, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, they all, they all got their first Super Bowl, and of course they're playing uh, the Super Bowl legend, uh, Tom Brady, who is heading back home to Tampa Bay. First time for his tenth Super Bowl, and it's the first time, yeah, first time that the Super Bowl has been um, in the same city as one of the teams playing it. It's crazy. You want to hear some crazy stat that you'll like? Yep. Because you like basketball. Mm. This is a, 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 you know, it's skewed a little bit. Yeah. Steph's career three-point percentage is 43, which in itself is wild. Congratulations to him. He just passed Reggie Miller. He's now second all-time in three-point field goals made. Yeah. In NBA history. And barring, knock on wood, a disaster. And he's 31? Yeah. How old is he? Yeah. Barring a disaster, he's going to pass Jesus as well. Yeah, it was really cool. I I saw a video of of, uh, Reggie Miller and Reggie Miller's son talking to Steph. It's really cool. Well, Steph, like I saw, like, I saw like another, maybe it was the same video or a different video of Steph and like his uh, his adoration for Reggie Miller growing up. That was his favorite player. Right, and, like they did side by sides. That was really cool. Reggie's a player that's always been super interesting to me because he's like one of those guys. Like, well, you look at a guy like Julio Okafor, and we're always like, okay, he would have been better like in the '90s, as good as Reggie was. And Reggie, if you look at Reggie's. Reggie never had a ring, but he's like one of those guys like Madison Bumgarner, who Bumgarner is great in the regular season, but his numbers in the postseason are ridiculous. Reggie Miller's numbers in the postseason are absolutely wild, if you look yeah. at them. And I always wonder how much even better would he be today with the emphasis on the three-point shot. Well, just to kind of contextualize things, yeah, Steph Curry this year yeah. is averaging 
11 three-point attempts per game. At at the lowest in his NBA career, he averaged 4.6. And that was his second year in the league. So 2010, you can see how just significantly the game has changed. I think I was texting you and our, our buddy Brandon, who we yeah. talk basketball with all the time, um, that that it, three years ago, five teams in the NBA oh, shot yeah. more than 33s a game. Mm-hmm. And now... 28 now there's only three teams in the nba that don't shoot 33s a game that's crazy which is wild there's only two teams three teams three, three teams. teams do you know them i don't know which okay, teams it was. i was gonna try to guess um, but reggie miller never attempted seven, like, more than seven three point yeah three point field goals uh over the course of a season i hate that like what a waste of knowledge i mean it's cool that i knew that off the top of my head but yeah like also kind of sad and well, then, you look at that stuff, right? When you're looking at always, yeah, I'm a all-time totals, and the game is yeah. the game has totally changed. And one thing I heard Steph saying was he was like, records are meant to be broken. So you know, he expects someone to eventually, eventually break his record. Which if he keeps pace, he'll he'll end up with more than four thousand threes. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't think he'll do it now, but Clay would have had a shot to be second all time. Right. I think Dame will put up maybe a fight for James it. James Harden's going to be second all James time. James Harden, yeah. The yeah. Guy just, I'm he, curious to see where just, his numbers like just end up in general. Um, but it's back to Tom Brady. A couple loose ends to tie there. Tom Brady's been to the Super Bowl 47% of the seasons he's played. So technically, there's a better chance that Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl than Steph, Steph makes, a, makes a three. Making a three, which, which is, is crazy. Like obscure. And one thing that Steph didn't say that I thought he might give a shout-out to um, just in all the the press conference buzz after the after the fact after he broke the record, yeah, is that the the leading three point percentage, the three point percentage leader currently in the NBA, is Seth Curry, who's shooting fifty nine percent from three right now. You love him since he was his Mav, since he was a Mav. See, I I love him because he's a highly efficient player. I mean, he just fits so perfectly in the modern NBA. I mean, you talk about a guy you plucked him out of the NBA right now and threw him in the mid nineties, mid eighties, he would not do well. Because he's not physical enough, right? Or athletic uh, enough. The the hand check, I mean, he couldn't have gotten around anyone. But spot-up shooters always will have a place in the league. And, and he's just a guy that's thriving on a team that's doing really well. Um, There's so many players. Who has like Joel curious. Embiid, who you, yeah. you like as the MVP. You Dude. said prior to the year, and right now, I think if the season ended, he probably would be the MVP. It's it's a not it was a good call. It was one of my better calls. I thought, and I bat- yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't mean that he's going to win MVP. No, not at all. He a just, lot of season yeah. to play. But. He, he looks great. And then to tie up another loose end, we mentioned T Mac. T Mac hit me up about a poll we had. At the Tommy Ray- McNamara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bolognese. Yeah, yeah. He hit me up about a poll we had. He listened to the Rank Show. We were talking a little bit, and he's like, "This poll you had with the would you rather Ray Lewis tackle you or bang your mom?" And I would love for you to weigh in on that. Um, because I'm, I'm, it, it's a harder. It's a that's hard not decision. what the poll was, was it? I yeah. thought it was Brock Les. Would you rather take a punch from Brock Lesnar, or Ray Lewis, or no, fight Brock today, Lesnar? Today or Ray Lewis. I had another Got Ray it. Lewis one. Would you rather fist fight Brock Lesnar? That one was that one was tough. tough. Really, I would rather fist fight Ray Lewis. <sighs> I don't. It's yeah. It's like that's really tough. Yeah, just how do you I want mean, to, you're losing in, in either situation. How do you want to die at that point? Um, but he and we may bring him back for a segment, not like every week, but just here and there because. That gravelly voice is <laughs> is missed so heavenly. Um, the games: Packers, Bucks, Chiefs, Bills. Mm-hmm. Your takeaway: Once the Chiefs started pulling well, away, was well. Now I have I have the line. Oh, now you have the line, or at least the projection of what the line will be. And it is three and a half, which you're buying points. Yeah, F- in favor of the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. In favor of the Chiefs. You think it's gonna be? A, you think they're gonna win by more than a touchdown? It's not. It's not. Like a blind, oh, the Chiefs are so good. No, I didn't think it was. It's, look at what, it, it, part of it is because two of the the safety, Winfield went down yeah. in the Bucks game against the, the Packers. Yeah. They played a tremendous game. But I still think the Packers should have won that game. The Packers, the Packers lost that game more than the Bucks won it for me. Yeah, but there were also certain, like, there was a couple. I mean, it was a massive, a massive coaching flop. By by Lafleur at the end of yeah. the second half and at the end of the first half. Well, it's like one of the, it's like the whole analytic thing is like okay, it did increase their chance to win marginally, but those like two and a half percent. Don't, I don't, do those analytics take into account that the ball is going back to Tom Brady? Like, does that count in, in the analytics? Is it, is that is that part of the equation? Because if it's not part of the equation, you really can't go by why that. Sh- why should it even matter? Well, it's just like to a point of like okay, if you're giving the ball back to so and so and you think you could stop them, look, the Packers' defense had three picks. The only scenario where I'm giving, where I'm 
comfortable giving the quote unquote giving the ball back to someone if I'm if I'm playing the Bears, right? If it, one of the other teams in the yeah. playoffs who had gotten there where you're like, I'm comfortable with watching this quarterback beat me because I've never seen him do it before. Yeah. Tom Brady obviously is not that guy. Um, and and even less to the fact that Tom Brady is under center or, or in the shotgun for the Bucks, and more so the fact that he has so many weapons and they can they can get one first down in multiple different ways. But that doesn't they had been running you. They had been running the ball pretty well. Yeah. Fournette had a, had a great game. He's had a great playoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I just uh, it was just bizarre play calling, and you have Aaron Rodgers who has been dynamite in the red zone this year. Probably will be the MVP. Although, if the MVP voters got a chance to watch any of the playoffs, they of course would pick Patrick Mahomes because he's unbelievable. Yeah, but they don't do that. He they don't do that. Rodgers. Right. All of the all the voting has been secured before the first playoff game occurs. Um, but tonight's game is is everything. You need to know about Patrick Mahomes. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. I mean, I, and I don't and, and and the reason why I would pick the Chiefs to cover the spread and then additionally buy more points on the Chiefs is if I were betting is because I don't I don't care that the Bucks have a good that they have good pass rushers. It doesn't matter to me because yeah. I don't think that they're. It doesn't. No one can card. Tyreek Hill, and if you try and guard Tyreek Hill, and you put two guys on Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey eats you alive across the middle, it's it's an almost impossible offense to defend. Going back to the poll, I, another poll I put up, like who's more valuable, Hopper Hill, and I really think Tyreek Hill is the most. He might be the most valuable receiver right now. He's just so fast, and the way that you, and he's just so malleable. The way you can use him, not that Hop can't do those things, and not Devonte Adams obviously is incredible, but the way they utilize Tyreek Hill. Is so good. He's so quick off the line. Well, it's, you almost have to have a safety hanging over. And at that point, if you're doing that, then Travis Kelsey is just going to pick apart the zone. Right. He's going to find an open pocket in the middle. And they have other guys who can take advantage of open field. Obviously, you know we we saw McCall Hardman drop that punt, and it seemed like it was um, you know kind of turning the tide of the game as early as it was for the Bills to be up nine zero was was pretty crazy, and. You know, it puts the Chiefs in a bad position, but it doesn't really matter because the next two drives, they score, and then they're up, right? Mm-hmm. And and McCole Hardman was a, a big part of that. I mean, he had multiple. I think he had a long end around, and he had a long catch. Like, that guy and just And he got, had that muff punt, too, which made, I mean, it didn't even matter. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, like the— nine nothing. It made no, made no difference. Inconsequential, yeah. I mean, the, the Bucks pretty much have to pitch a perfect game on offense. Have to. You can't— yeah. Like, a three and out, fine. You can't turn the ball over and give them a positive field position. You have to if you're in the red zone, you have to convert. You can't sell for field goals like the Bills did against them. That is a no go. You have to catch in on that. I think that the they have to be perfect. You're you're exactly right, and it's going to be tough because of all the games that we watched today, of all the teams, this Kansas City Chiefs defense, especially their defensive backfield, covers better than any other team we've seen in the playoffs. I think this is just a team that's red hot defensively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. It, Allen had nowhere to throw for a lot of these throws because his receivers Spagnola. were smothered. That's Spagnola, dude. He oh, again, he just turned. They turned it up in the playoffs last year. That Thornhill kid is pretty good. That Sneed kid is looking like an excellent pick again. Yeah, a great a find tech. by reading them. And then they, look, you have you have guys up front, right? Right. You have guys up front who are Pro Bowlers. So it's not like it's like a legit team. I I love the Bucks pass rush. Carlton Davis has been fantastic. Um, he was solid against Devontae Adams today. It's just. Can you get a turnover off Mahomes? Can you like you need you need that you need Mahomes that you need two turnovers against the Chiefs if you want to beat them and that's like impossible in itself. I don't don't I don't think it's coming in the defensive backfield. Is my point? Of course they have so many playmakers up front for the Bucks like Devin White, like David. That's a big one. That's a big one. We saw Bakhtari out and that was clearly a massive. Issue. Clearly an Achilles heel for the Packers offense today. I told we had a, we have a group text with a nut. We have so many sports group texts with our other buddy, um, buddy slash former charity sharp guest Adam Lazar White, and I had the comment, and I my dad's a Jets fan, so I watch a lot of the Jet games, right? And so I got to watch Todd Bowles as a head coach. He was just a timid head coach for me, a guy, you know. But as a defensive coordinator, excellent. Yeah, excellent at dialing up pressure, and they took advantage. They took advantage of Bakhtiari not being there. I think 
it, uh, the spread, I would take the spread. Buying points is risky, but I, if I could get to five points, if you get to five points at, from three, well, we'll and a half, see how it, we'll see how it moves too. Yeah, but if you which get, it's gonna, uh, I'm I'd be surprised if it moves against the Chiefs. Yeah, it'd be shocking. The only like thing that makes me cautious of putting that bet in is that Brady is the quarterback. Yeah, for the Bucks. Yeah, and and it's not even because of what Brady's done this year. It's just that he's Tom Brady, and he is really good at winning Super Bowls, as yeah. we know. He just somehow ends up on the right side of, of NFL history almost every time he plays. Yeah. Like you said, he's 47%. Yeah, I mean, he's it's again, it's like one of those situations where, like, obviously both these guys have been there before. Andy Reid's been there before. Arians has been there before with the Cardinals. He's right. lost. It's, it's going to be a high-octane game. I think Allen, look, he took that team as far as he realistically could have. I think we saw some holes. They had some issues in the offensive line, they, which was solid all they year. Can't, they can't run the football. They can't run the football. You have I to have th- some semblance of a run game. I think they need another. I would love to see them. I had the idea that they make a trade for a wide receiver, but I think they need to use the draft pick. They need to get a pass rusher in there. They need to make yeah, some. They need to definitely. get something, something like that in the fold. Um, for the Packers, there's a lot of like Aaron Jones is not going to be back. He, they're going to let him go because they have A.J. Dillon, they have Williams, and they could find, unfortunately, running, there's so many talented running backs. You could just, like, look, the, the Buccaneers picked up Leonard Fournette off, like, you know, out, off the street pretty much. Basically. The Jags cast him off, and they brought him in. And plus the draft, there's always going to be good running backs. So you can really make a move in there and get another guy in the fold. Aaron Jones himself is, like, a, what, fifth, sixth-round pick? So that's an issue. They need to get a wide receiver, regardless of who's at quarterback, because Aaron Rodgers in his press conference was like, hey, my future's uncertain. Do I think he's going to retire? I don't Which know. Which is what you asked me, and I, I think it's more so he is pissed because LaFle- Rodgers didn't really lose them that game. Yeah. If anyone, you could point the you could point the finger at Kevin King, but he was also injured coming into that game. Yeah, they and should that's, not have played him. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, guess who played him, right? It's the it's the head coach and the defensive coordinators. They're the ones making that decision. Obviously, the trainers have something to do with it, and King himself saying whether or not he can go. What's really best for the team? Everyone's going to play in that game if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the if you're the individual, but again, Lafleur just you have to play prevent D right there. You can't let Scotty Miller get behind a defensive back doesn't it just doesn't matter it's fourth down you know what they're doing they're going to throw for the end zone what else they don't have enough time to throw it and then they didn't have enough another timeout yeah it just didn't make any sense that they allowed this touchdown um it ended up being like the game it did it it, it was the game and it was in the end of the first half and then of course in the second half um you know the the decision on fourth and fourth and goal on the eight to uh to kick field goal made no sense whatsoever you can't um, you can't put the ball in tom brady's hands when you're down and you need to get a stop, that that's tough. It's even it's even tougher to but give again, him free points. On the other side of it, it's like give him free points. It's a free bucket. At what point does a quarterback does who the quarterback is determine what you do and not with who the other quarterback is? Your quarterback. I'm just I just said it. Right? He's gonna win the MVP award. You have Aaron Rodgers. on the eight yard line, fourth and goal. You go for it to score those eight points, and you have to go for two, obviously. And then you see what happens. Then you let Tom Brady beat you instead of icing the game. It was a soft move, and you can't be soft in the playoffs and expect to win. They also ran the ball pretty badly, which yeah. is very uncharacteristic of that team. Bucks have a good rush defense. Which, again, does not really matter for the Chiefs. It just doesn't. Like, does not... It almost is, like, almost curious as to why they even took Edwards Larry. Not that he's a bad... He's a good player. He's a fine player. Yeah, it just I don't know. Well, Daryl Williams has been starting exactly, over. Exactly, it doesn't matter who's back there. It never right. will, as long as as long as fifteen's there. I mean, it can only help. They're only going to run the ball when they know they can beat you, or if they're icing the game at the very end. But they like. But the crazy thing is to ice the game. Sometimes they just throw it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they they ended up the game on Buffalo's fifteen and yeah. in the game. It's like I don't know why they they could have taken. I mean, again, like not like they really need much, but they could have taken something else, which would have been interesting. Um, so you're riding the Chiefs. I, I I can't go against. I they're too good. He's too good. He's too automatic. He's he's pretty just flawless. Yeah, he's just like a flawless player. Well, and it helps when you have probably the best receiving tight end out there. I know. I know you always, you know, you always bring up Gronk, and I think they're just a different type of receiver, right? It's no, a, I'm not going to argue it. I mean, he's amazing. He's unbelievable. They He's both incredible. had they both had ten plus catches in this game for yeah. over hundred yards. Kelsey had two touchdowns. Tyreek had one or none. Did he? Have, he had none. He didn't have a touchdown. 
But no. what is I mean, like you know, the defensive game plan has shut those guys down, and they can't do it. No one can do it. Well, they they're like, and even if you can, you try to, right? You try and shut Tyreek Hill down in the first half. Kelsey eats you alive. You try and shut down Kelsey in the second half. Hill eats you alive. It's just it's one or the other, and and then he gets the other guys involved, and then you know you try and target the receivers to shut them down, and then you realize that the quarterback behind under center is probably he's the best in the league probably should have been the MVP and um, could go down as the best ever it's like it's like, like watching Mike Trout that's just what it's like watching a young, who has all of the pieces around him yeah I mean, he's probably the most flawless player at this age that I've him that I've ever seen if they win this game if they win the Super Bowl they've won back to back they run it back again next Dude, I'm year. Gonna, I'm, I'm, right, is it going to be a better franchise no matter what happens? Because it's so much harder. It's not so much harder, but it's very no. difficult to win the Super Bowl. They're, they still won't hold a candle to the Warriors franchise. Oh, like that franchise? Um, What's more? No, it's more impressive to, you win, would still, it's you more would impressive still, to win the Super Bowl than to win an NBA championship. That's what I'm saying. Back-to-back Super Bowls. Does that make... Because if you, can, if you have a conglomerate of... Like, listen, there's only... In the NFL, so many things can. Who do you think I was going to compare him to? At the Patriots, but I was like, "What?" And then, then no, the Warriors. Like the thing with the thing. With How many times you guys win back to back? Just once. once. Just once. Once. Yeah, but we went like multiple years in a row, and like the thing is, like with the Pats, we went like three or four years in the first. You know, the three Super Bowls. But if won. they win this year, is it more impressive? It's more impressive if they win this year. How are they not winning next year? <laughs> well, that's what I do. I took the like, money. You know I what I mean. And I at like, that point, yeah. obviously, they're they're a better team than the Patriot than any of the Patriots. Even even Belichick and Brady going back and back and back every single year after year after year. I'm going to take the three peat over anything. Yeah, I well, I'm going to which thing, of course, like they have to get the second one before they get the third. But yeah, well, I, I'm going to whatever money if they win again, I win. I think I win four fifty, and I'm going to turn around and just put it on them to win it again. The same the, tomorrow, the next day on Monday. Yeah. There's no point. Like what? Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes, still that Hardman's still there. There's no turnover. It's like it is like the, it is like the closest thing we've seen in basketball because like in football, look as good as Mahomes is, there's three facets of the game that he's not even involved in. Like once you have that ultimate team in basketball, there's really no one that can take you out. Like we like look, everyone's like, oh, James Harden. I said this all the time. James Harden is not the kind of guy that can get it done themselves. You can't. Giannis isn't the kind of guy, you know. And then it, everyone's like, is is Luca ready to be that guy? Well, let's look at it perspectively. Who is that guy? Steph, LeBron, Kawhi, KD. There's four players that are that guy. So guess what? I guess Most, not even really. Like Steph can't win by himself. Like he had Clay and he had KD. The only guys that really got it done were like. Like LeBron, like everyone even needs somebody. LeBron never got it done by himself. Needed, you can't say that. Wade, Bosh, Kawhi, Kawhi is the closest. Kawhi is the closest. So like realistically, and st- even still, he had yeah. Kyle Lowry on his team, who's an All Star. Pascal Siakam's been an All Star. Yeah, Marcus Sewell's been an All. I mean, they, they, you know, Nick Nurse, Nurse is now recognized as one of the best head coaches Van in the NBA. Vliet got the bag, it's and like, even when he won with San Antonio, obviously he's with Pop and Tony Parker and Manu. So the, he's with the franchise. So it's right. like in the NBA, even you can't win it by yourself. I mean, it just in the NFL is so hard because you can be playing an excellent game as a quarterback like Rodgers was and then there's like the the whole the biggest play in the Buccaneers game is like the no call they held Devontae Adams blatantly yeah. spun him around and they got the pick the right. turnover that cost the Scotty Miller touchdown that is the whole game right there so that's something that he can't even control not that that doesn't happen in the NBA with no calls, but like NFL, I feel like it's more, it's even like, because you're giving up field position. You're giving right. up downs. I mean, that happened early enough in the game. It's where way different than a change of possession. We can't say that if that doesn't happen, that the Packers win, obviously, but it totally changed the tide of the game. Yeah. That happens so much in the NFL of late in the last three years. I mean, you look at, you look at the Saints and the Rams game that defined who went to the... <laughs> That's the worst. To call. find who went to the Super Bowl, it's crazy. It's the worst. It is. It's worse than Jim Joyce blowing the Galarraga call for the perfect game, actually. And I thought that was the worst call I've ever seen. Blew a guy's perfect game, right? And that was the. It is the worst call I've ever seen. It's not even close. I mean, I'm curious to see again though. If you look at the NFL, it's like okay, who can, 
Seattle has work to do on the defensive side and def- on defensive line, defensive side of the ball, and on the offensive line. Seattle has work to do. Yeah, can they do that? Are the Cardinals going to take the step up? I don't know. Niners have questions. Rams have questions. The, everyone in the NFC South, Falcons, Panthers, and now the Saints have questions. Mm-hmm. Bears, Lions, Vikings, and the whole I, I, NFC East is a mess. So if you're the Packers, realistically, you're looking at it. You're still at the minimum going next year the second best team as it stands. Right. It's not like this is like a. It's not like you're the Bears and you made this run and then like okay you have, you're questioning you have, can we do with Trubisky again? You have a good defense. I mean, we didn't yes. really talk about their defense, but Jair Alexander is fantastic. Probably you the said second he, best corner in the league. That is the second best corner in the league. They they have great pass rushers, Preston Smith, Darius Smith. They have you know pick up guys like Christian Kirksey. I mean, this is a good this is a good defense. Rashawn Gary, like I I like this defense. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um so they're really close and you add a couple more pieces again like you said they lose Aaron Jones but they should be able to fill that void pretty easily and then maybe you can grab one other skill player for Aaron Rodgers. Um I if I'm him, I I'm running it back because it's the closest thing you you want to especially your quarterback and you're past thirty three right and you're as good as he is you're as good as Tom Brady is yeah Tom Brady went to the Bucks for a reason right he looked at the pieces that they had he looked at the coach he looked at all these different variables that he knows is what it takes to get the Super Bowl which of course he's been nine times so he understands that and he made the decision that that would inevitably get him there he was he was going to the Super Bowl so I think that if you're Aaron Rodgers you gotta stay with the Packers because. Yeah, it's unless, a high possibility that you guys make it right back to this NFC Championship game. It would be more egregious for the Packers to let. I know. I mean, I don't know, but it would be almost as egregious as for the Packers to let Rodgers walk after an MVP. Well, season. he can't let it. He he can't or let move. his ego get in the way here and say, "Couldn't get it done." I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to that you can't control. You can't control, right? I'm. I want to go play with Shanahan or yeah. whatever it is, right? But if like, he wants, if he leave, if you, you're the Packers. And you which, have to keep which would low key we're talking about places where he could go. He would go to the Niners. That would be the spot. And they're they're pretty ready. If everyone's back and everyone's they're, healthy, yeah. They're they, listen. The Niners, Jimmy. It G would was it would out, be the Brady to the Bucks out. move. It Ike would was out. Ike was in and out. Ike was great too. It's great. And they could Debo go was in and out. Yeah. If you're like the Niners and Bosa was out, uh, D four the whole team was out. I mean the Niners are a little tricky. They lost their defensive coordinator. You got to see how people come back. Right. But I think it's a it's if you're a quarterback on the move, i.e. Matt Stafford, it's a very attractive place to go, more so than other spots. Yeah, I mean, the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of talking myself into it that it would be a nice place for Rodgers to end up and to kind of repeat what Brady's done this year. Yeah, back in California, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Um, all right, let's go to some basketball. I want to play a little game with you, a little sure. buy or sell with you. Um, but before that, I believe we have another sponsor, a meaty sponsor. One that well, we're in the meat of our show at this point, kind of the midpoint. <laughs> um, and you know, we're also in a new year. The new year comes tons of new big games in sports, Super Bowl being one of them. With big games, you need big stakes. Mm-hmm. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to twenty five dollars on combos perfect for game day. Plus get free shipong with, with the code believe B L E A V at checkout. Try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor. Here we go, Josh. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. I'm just what you know. Did you hear what? Does I, that not sound unbelievable? Hey, Nick would love. Nick has missed the Nick, ad read twice now, and yeah, he would love this. Nick loves the big game, and he would love the <laughs> snack pack combo. The Nicky snacks snack pack combo. Again, mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders. Mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically, that's the first sponsor that's ever guaranteed that. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. 
expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Yep. All right. Ready for this game? Yeah. Called buy or sell. I'm going to make some statements and you're going to buy them or sell them. Okay. Statement. Utah Jazz are the biggest threat in the Western Conference to the LA squads. To the LA squads. Um... Sell. <laughs> you, so who would it be? Who it's it's very early in the season, so these right. are just some gut reactions. Yeah, but the way things are starting to trend and look, they look great. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell is one of the most underrated players in the NBA. They are the yeah. third team right now contending for the one and two spot. They're at twelve and four, sitting behind both the LA teams who are thirteen and four. Um, they're playing really well within the conference. They're eight and two. You know, the other teams that come to mind, the Nuggets, the Blazers, the injuries. the Suns. Yeah. Um, I think us at full tilt with KP back every single game. Th- those are the teams that you're talking about, right? I mean, I'm not going to put the Spurs in there. Um, these old guys have been playing really well with the Spurs, but they can't keep it up. No. Um, the Grizzlies, too young, right? Great head coach kind of is, I think, going to continuously put them past what they actually are. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Jenkins, fantastic head coach. Shout and, out St. Mark's. Yeah, shout, shout out to my my high school. I, I would still pick the Nuggets in a playoff series against them because okay. they've been there. They've been deep in the Western Conference. Um, and, I, and I'm going to take, I think that, you know, C.J. McCollum um, is playing fantastic basketball right now. Dame, we, we all know what he can do in the playoffs. So I'm still going to give them the edge on the Jazz as well. Because yeah, McCollum they, and Nurkic are both out a couple weeks, though. That's, that's fine. I mean, these teams are going to get to the playoffs. Yeah. And if, if the Blazers, look, those guys are out two to three weeks here and there. Um, that bumps the Blazers down to the sixth spot. The Jazz stay where they are, and they end up playing the Blazers in the first round. Give me that. That's my that's my sneaky upset pick. It's not sneaky, though. It's just that I think that they're as good of a team, if not better. The Nuggets, Western Conference, Finals. I mean, I, I you know I tell you all the time, it's like I'm a big believer in having been there, having put in those reps in playoff basketball. It's a totally different breed of basketball than the regular season. Um, and I just, Jokic is... We're talking about Joel Embiid being the MVP. He's it he's right there. He's right there with them, right? It's crazy. If the Nuggets were the number one team in in the Western Conference, he would be that pick right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just think that the Jazz still have a way to go personnel wise. It has nothing to do with Donovan Mitchell. I think he's made the leap, but you 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 put Rudy Gobert up against all those other guys, number twos, and it's tough. You right? make a move. Give me that sell low on Blake Griffin. Yeah. Or buy low, sorry. Give me that buy low. And I, I would Griffin. like that. I would like Griffin to the Jazz. So, no, I'm going to sell it. Okay, cool. Right or wrong? Was I right or wrong? It's very early in the season. Yeah. That I know. But the Van Gundy hire by the Pelicans stinks. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems like you were right. I, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know... I don't want to put it all on Van Gundy though, because I think that part Not of it all is of it. their GM and the the they've put together a cast of characters that it's kind of tough to expect them to succeed because you're putting all your eggs in a bunch of <laughs> in a bunch of young guns. Yeah, and there's you know Stephen Adams is kind of the the only veteran guy on the team. Bledsoe that was a terrible move. There's been a lot of missteps move wise. I think that you know playing into the kind of we're going to have eight guards on our team and see what happens with that. It's like you're fighting for minutes and some of these guys can't develop like they need to. You've got you've got Zion, you've got Brandon Ingram, but Zion has been terrible on the defensive side of the ball. He's been he's been awesome on offense. And yeah. that's what we we like and I think classic Van Gundy kind of unlocking that with him, right? Like I think that's been really helpful for him. Um but you need him, you need Zion to be incredibly gritty on the defensive side you kind of want him to expend more energy on that side of the ball, even though he can put up 30 and 13 every game. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily want that. Like, you need to let him kind of be Ben Wallace on the defensive side of the ball and just wreak havoc in the paint for teams and also take it to the perimeter, start stuff on the break, and let Brandon Ingram really take a lot of that offensive load, which he's already doing, but yeah. just even more so on him um, because defense is important. And it's really important when the rest of your team can't play a lick of defense. Yeah, I mean, so, it's they're, they're, relying, they're relying so heavily on Lonzo and Josh Hart, and it's like right. 
They have, yeah, the defensive side is weak. He's weak, and it's but it goes. And, Bled, and Bledsoe was a bad move, and so he's not out on the court with them, and yeah. so he's he's kind of he was all defensive last year. Yeah, and you know he's not doing much on that side of the ball. Adams has never been a tremendous defender. He's he's just, no, he's like an offensive guy. Like he's, he's like he's good. He can good. block a he it's can a block body. a shot. And Jackson Hayes is, you know, he's still not there yet. So I don't know. They just this team can't play defense. And that's but that goes to my point of like if you and they're inconsistent on offense. If you look at the Knicks, the Knicks personnel wise are nowhere near where the Pelicans are on paper, beginning of the season. No, not at all. But they're playing unbelievable defense, unbelievable, and it just stems from the top down. I'm just not a I'm not a Van Gundy fan. Is all buy or sell the Sixers as the best team in the East? Um. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sell. Okay. I think the Nets are the best team. Okay. I just think you don't think they have a problem in the middle. I do. I think they have. You do obviously. You don't think my better question would be is do you think? I think they're a bad match. I think the 76ers are a bad matchup for them. Okay. Obviously, because DeAndre Jordan is not the DeAndre Jordan from the Clippers. Um, and he cannot. Embiid can play 40 minutes in a game. DeAndre Jordan can't. So every team really has a mismatch there because if you're the Bucks, do you want Giannis playing Joel Embiid on, on de- you want him playing him on defense for 35 minutes in a game, especially in a playoff game? No, uh, the Celtics don't have the guys that can really keep up with him, but they do have bodies they can throw at him. The thing with the Celtics when we played them was we didn't have Tatum, so it's tough right, to and see. he's been out for a little while here, so that's that's tough. Brown has been fantastic. I mean, I think it's really close for all these teams. I think you guys are really close in there. I think. The Brown, Tatum step somehow got even better. It's mostly but on which Brown. Is what needed mostly to on Brown. Happen. It's exactly what needed to happen. And then you've got guys stepping up, right? Pritchard, Grant Williams, um, Semi's been better. Yeah. All those guys have been better than they were last Teague's year. Teague's nice, which has helped. Yeah, Teague and Tyson have been solid. Tice, yeah, we we know who he is, and he's we we like him. Kemba's come back pretty strong, which is good. The Pacers shitty situation because you don't have Karis LeVert. Always for them. Honestly, if if they had Karis LeVert, I might have said them because they're all, yeah, yeah, I love that. They really have a great young core. Um I love that. but the Nets just have Jay, it's like you What do you do? We're talking about how how you win an NBA championship and LeBron hasn't ever won with another guy. He has he's never won without other guys, right? It was Kyrie and Kevin Love when he was in Cleveland. It was Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. He plays with Anthony Davis, who's another top five player in the league. Anthony yeah. Davis is tremendous. When push comes to shove, the two of the top ten offensive players of all time are on the same team. And two of the top seven players in the league. Forget forget offensive, just straight up. Yeah. Set the top seven players in the league. Yeah. We've kind of had to Plus like Kyrie. We've we've had to like expand our we can't really say top five anymore because there's too many, many guys, that guys that are that are good. You gotta include people. Well, we were we were forgetting Kevin Durant for a long time because he was hurt. But yeah, we're Kevin using Durant as an excuse to throw other guys in there. Joel Embiid right now would win the MVP, but is he the best player in the league? No, I don't think so. I think Kevin Durant's the best player in the league. Yeah, Kevin Durant He's unbelievable. Just so you know. Kev he's got six assists a game, which is wild. Yeah. He's shooting forty eight percent from three. And That's he's shooting fifty four from the field on twenty shots. He's got a block and a half a game, and rebound-wise, he's also got seven of those. He's averaging 31. Yeah. He's, he's not so leading the league in player efficiency rating, though. Okay. He's, Which, I don't know if that matters to you. But he would be top four in MVP voting right now. Yeah, um, he's third to Jokic, and who's first in Embiid. And then is LeBron fourth? In player efficiency rating? No, in... in oh, I thought you were looking at, like, an MVP. No, this is just MVP me, rating. like, free-balling it. Um, the... Here's my next question. I just I still don't buy the Bucks. I can't I can't buy them because their best player can't get it done in the playoffs. So I can't buy them. I think they're thin. I think they're thin too. I think they're a thin team. I don't think you know, I, I think that the the Pelicans got the the worst end of the deal. Yeah. But I also think that Drew isn't the Drew that he was last year or two years before. Yeah. Um it sucks. It, you know they don't have they don't have George Hill. I feel like Bobby Portis has been pretty decent for them. Yeah. Divincenzo is like fine. The whole Bogdanovich flop of a trade that cost happened him. cost him big time because I feel like he he would be great for them. Need him. They really really they need, need a body. They need um, one more guy. Like like the Celtics. This is my. I'll have two more for you. The Celtics going to the Celtics. I was worried they wouldn't have the bodies, but Kemba's back. The other guys have been solid. Pritchard's been. He's hurt now, but he'll be back, and that's been a huge bright spot. Another great pick. 
do you think? What would you consider? I think I think if I'm looking at playoff series right now, y- y'all, the Nets and the 76ers would beat the Bucks in a playoff series. I feel confident in that. In my mind. Okay, I feel confident in that. I got two and a half more for you. Yeah. You were right, by the way, about the Raptors. What? They're gonna take a step back. Step back, but what were they? They were two and eight. Now they're seven and nine. Oh, oh, me saying they're gonna come back. Coming back in yeah, the season. Yeah. yeah. I was going to be like, oh, who are you more worried about, the Raptors or the Heat? But the Heat don't have Butler right now. The Raptors are off their slow start. I'm not worried about either of those teams. I think it's a dumb question. The better question would be— But would, but do I think that they're, those other teams that I just mentioned, the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Nets, are still better than those teams? Yeah. Better than the Raptors and better than the Heat? We'll see the cat. The I know the, the Heat just beat the Nets, right? Yeah. The other night? Where it stands right now, the Heat and Whatever. the the Heat and the Raptors will jump back in. I think the Knicks will fall out of the playoffs. We're like seventeen games in there. I hope not. They're fun. I love the Knicks. I it's so weird, but I, I actually root for them. Um, I think the the Cavs and the Hawks are like interesting to me because to me the Hawks are slightly underperforming. The Cavs are overperforming. I guess, but maybe not. I think the Haw- I think the again. I think the Hawks are just not very good. But to their to their defense, Bogdanovich has been out for a little while here. So has Gallinari. They've been playing without those guys. And Gallinari's a risky signing. He's always hurt. Hunter Hunter was out for a little while. I mean, they were playing Solomon Hill as their starting small forward the other night. Um, and that's going to happen, right, in this in the league this year with the, the COVID restrictions and stuff like that. Yeah. Guys are going to be in and out of the lineup. Um, I just I still think that they have a serious issue on defense. Mm-hmm. Capella has been playing really well. And John Collins' defense isn't really his his strong point, right? He's uh, he's more of kind of a uh, scoring, rebounding. Well, just, it, it, just it lies on the guard end. They're, they're right. They just they just get the shredded guard. on yeah. the on the guard end because their guards can't play a lick of defense. That's an issue. I think the Cavs are fun because I, I think Sexton's great. I really like the Cavs. I did too. Remember, I thought I was kind of into them. And now give them Jared Allen and give them Torian Prince. Now they have a wing off the bench who can create. KPJ clearly they didn't even want him. He's gone. Well, they trade him for a second round pick. Shows Which is you kind how, of valuable nowadays, I guess. Sure, but shows you how much they pick value rocks, him, yeah. right? The I think the thing with the Cavs, I think really like Chetty too. I think the Cavs should take Darius Garland, who I think is good, yeah, and call the Chicago Bulls and say we'll give you the we're gonna we're gonna resign Drummond, which mm-hmm. they should because he's excellent, right? Resign Drummond. You have Sexton. Take Garland, ship him to Chicago with something else, and bring in Zach Levine. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. Go make that move. You're not sacrificing. You're not sacrificing anything defensively. Which, like, if a team is bringing Zach Levine in, my question is, okay, do we have other guys around Zach that Levine can that can mask his yeah. yeah his defensive woes and le- and let him just do his thing, which is scoring buckets. Mm-hmm. He's averaging like 28 a game this year. Yeah, I I would love that because I think Garland is like it's he's. A cool move. He's good, but he's not necessary for them to be successful. Exactly. Sexton's the guy. Exactly. All right, last question. Yeah. And again, Chetty Osman, I like him a lot. Which franchise? Rank these franchise from best to worst shape, and then we'll rock and roll. Okay. Kings, Wolves, Pistons. <laughs> Kings, Wolves, Pistons. Well... The king, the the wolves. I still rank them at the top. You still think they're at the top because because Carl Anthony Towns is there. the most valuable of all the players of, of all the teams. of all those. Yeah, and he's still under twenty five. So that's why I have them there. I mean, Delo's like twenty six now. I think so. You still have you know a, a good amount of years with him. Anthony Edwards seems to be a pick that's hitting. He's been playing really really well. Yeah. I like I like what he offers. I, he's not the same as Lamelo, and I I said that from the jump that if Lamelo that Lame, if Lamelo hits what he offers, his basketball savvy, his ability to pass, his ability to to rebound and compete as well, and he's also a better shooter than people were giving him credit for, um, is is exactly what everyone's looking for, right? It's everyone wants the kind of most desirable prospect is the Luca, is the six seven guy who can be your point guard and do everything for your team. And that's what LaMelo Ball does. Yeah. I don't think... I think Edwards is going to be good. I just don't think he'll be better than LaMelo, which is a problem. He's just, he's just limited in certain senses where LaMelo is not. He can't create for other guys like LaMelo can. Yeah. which Basketball is a team game. That's yeah. super, super important. They really blew it last year. Like, the Culver pick is missing. 
badly. Yeah. That pick is missing badly. Was the seventh pick? Sixth. Sixth. Ahead of White. Right. Ahead of Rui Hachimura, who you know you knew at least what he was gonna be. Yeah. Ahead of Harrow. And you defensible. know, sure, defensible. defensible, but ahead of PJ Washington, who was good, you know, like Jackson Hay, like you, again, like it's just like a Kobe, like it's a yeah. weird pick. It's a weird pick to me, and it just does not work. It's one out. of those picks where like we see it all the time in the NBA, right? Because it's like those guys are twelve to fifteen because we know what they are. Yeah. Because they have a they have a low ceiling, and because of that, we don't want to take them because we, we'd rather risk it on this guy who has a potentially high ceiling, mm-hmm. and clearly. It's, it's early, right? It's his second year, and he can develop into something. We've seen guys have not great first and second years and then become something later, but it's tough. And, and these guys are all kind of prospering across the league. It's like it's the same thing with the Suns and Cam Johnson. It was like we knew what Cam Johnson was. We yeah. knew he's a solid player. And look, now he's, fi- he's finding a role, and we knew what Mikhail Bridges was. Yeah. And look what he's become for them this year. So I, I just, yeah, it was a, it's a whiff. You can't, you can't whiff if you're a, a franchise on the rebound, um, the second team. I think the second team's the Pistons. You you don't. Uh, Fox and Halliburton are great. Am I don't know. I I think the Wolves are in trouble because they don't have their first round pick next year, and it's going to be a good one. That goes to Warriors. Sure. I just. What else do the the Kings have a really hard time because they're in Sacramento and no one wants to play there. And it's not to say that Minnesota is a desirable place to play and neither is Detroit, but Detroit, we're talking about it with our with our our buddy Adams are white. It's a sports city. Things could turn around in Detroit a lot quicker than they can in Sacramento because no one's going to come there on their own. Accord. No one at all. I wouldn't even try to I'd try to deny and drive through it. And I'd never even been there. I just No one at, no weird. one at all. And there was also their their management did a really terrible job over the last 10 years of picking anyone. Right, like no Outside one outside of Demarcus Cousins, who st- he even still had his issues. Yeah, although he dropped twenty eight and seventeen on the Mavs, like a baby. like a beast. He hit like he hit like, he hit like three like six threes against us. He's wild. Um, I just I really think the Kings. I don't see that they're making moves forward outside of the Halliburton pick that fell into their lap, and they should be so gracious that that happened because he is he is great. I think and the, I think the Knicks messed up. And I think Fox is fantastic, but we know that De'Aaron Fox can't be the best player on your team and you'd be a perennial playoff contender. Yeah, which is like, has to be. I love De'Aaron Fox. I love love watching him play. He's awesome. He pushes the pace. He's that fast guard that is probably the fastest in the league, probably has the best foot speed. He's athletic, finishes at the rim. His shot's getting better. He creates for his teammates. He's a good rebounder. He's, yeah, I really like him. I mean, a lot of the same stuff that I liked about John Wall, I like about De'Aaron Fox. Um, Bagley is such a bummer. And we injuries, bro. It's we both really liked injury. him. Big man injuries are issues. We both really liked him coming out of college. Especially for big man, yeah. Um, I will say, though, on the last point, the Kings, I think, and I tell this my dad as a Knicks fan, I tell him all the time, I say, I don't, I just, the, the top and pick was a, was a media pick. We don't know what's going to happen, but from the first, from the quick gut check, Halliburton is better than him as a basketball player, and he fits the Thibodeau mold of being a defensive long guy. Yeah. It's just a weird pick. He would have been great with quickly. But the Pistons, they have people are going to come after Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin. They'll get something for him. They'll, they'll get have s- the first pick or something like they'll that. They'll get something for him. So, you know, more assets that they can then invest and get some young guys. They have Jeremy Grant, who sweet good good for them because they their their player development staff and their player scouting staff clearly knew what they were doing and knew that it, they would be comfortable paying this guy what they paid him because he's that good. Well, he's worth the money. The money. It's not even an expensive contract. It's like twenty million dollars a year, for right? This guy. Which comparatively to other guys in the, in the league is is pretty cheap. You could um, tr- you could trade him. for We a thought good they were amount. overpaying though, knowing what he was last year. Yeah, for we the did Nuggets. say that, but again, like looking at it now, they've kind of unlocked him. Yeah, and he's valuable. I mean, there's he's awesome, dude. I wish the Celtics had him. I he wish. I wish we threw him that money. He'd be great. I would trade for him. Again, I think they could. They could even sell on him. Honestly, I mean, this is a this is a hot take. But if you take him, if you pluck him right now and you put him on the Celtics, he's probably your third best player. Kemba's come back now. Nah, with fourth. fourth behind Kemba though, but yeah. maybe more. Uh, he might be a better player than Marcus Smart right now, currently. I mean, 
it's it's tough to compare them because the volume that he has right now is so much. Smart's so good on defense. Smart's so fantastic. But Jeremy Grant's a great defender as well. Yeah, and Smart's rough on offense sometimes. I, but Josh Jackson is turned it around. He's been great this year. Let's go, baby. My, my, still alive. So there's still hope for Jared Culver is the point. Yeah, um, end around. Yeah. But I really liked Killian Hayes' pick. I like Seku, who isn't even really playing for them. I like Isaiah Stewart. They just have a lot of young guys that like can develop and, yeah. and get better. Sadiq Bey, obviously the pick this year we like. is a 3 and D guy. He's a great pick. Another great pick. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. You're selling me a bit. McKaylick is like a good three-point guy who yeah. you can just kind of like let him rip threes. Mm-hmm. Wayne Ellington is somehow still playing basketball in the NBA. Wild. Let's go, Wayne. Um, yeah, I mean, they just have those two pieces that they can swing around and get something back for it. And I just feel like they're at ground zero. Yeah. And the Kings have already started to build, and it's not going well. It's not looking good. Right. I think that for the Wolves, quite frankly. But they have – But they have Cat. If Cat, I don't think he's going to be there for long. I think he's well. If he's if he leaves, I'm yeah. My my picks get flopped thousand, big time. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, well, fun one, cool one, and we will see. You. We have a great guest coming up. Uh, Austin Eckler is the next guy we have in the docket. Running back, running back, the running back, the running y'all. Back. Fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. We're going to full count. Rip that puck at that putt at your PKs because they're free and your free throws. Why toss? Because they're free. Because they're free. We outro. We love you. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.